coronavirus makes it really difficult to share cocaine with people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the one. I feel like that's a drug we definitely should just be like passing around right now. Pulling pulling out a janitor's key ring to do bumps off of. <laughs> really, when you do coke in a group setting, everyone should have their own straw anyways, because that's how you get hepatitis if you don't. But like, also that's how you get like other people's boogies in your nose. That's wild. What the fuck, dude? That's how you make them dance. You gotta put a little boogie in them. No. Damn. But um. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Adam, and you're listening to the Three Mile Island Yacht Club. We're here today on September the 12th, not 11th, with Zoe. Hey. Maddie. Hello. And Daniel. Hi. Um, we're, we're, we're here to talk to you about the uh, uh, bleak reality and insufferable madness that afflicts us. Uh, what's uh, what's going on with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you it's just the standard insufferable madness uh, the normal kind the yeah. kind we all have from being you on know. the internet all day I've um, just been playing video games uh, yeah same same um, worked all fucking week yeah I've worked all week but I've been very bored at work it's one of those things where you ever read uh, bullshit jobs or anything like it? Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, any of the associated free media associated with. Uh, yeah, I did a DNF on bullshit jobs. I'm ashamed to admit, but I've read most of it. I don't know what that is. What's it? Did not finish. Did not. Finish. Oh. oh yeah, I I read the first like section and haven't finished it. But I mean, like, I think about it more often than I've read it. Honestly. Yes. All the time. Every job I've had has had things where you just go in and you're like, well, this is pointless. Well, I'm wasting everybody's time here <laughs> every fucking day. I read the essay, but I didn't read like the, the whole book. Yeah. I got the whole book for Christmas and it's one of those, well, I got it now. And you just set it off yourself. <laughs> I mean, as like a premise, it doesn't really like, I don't know. Seems, Seems like a pretty explanatory, but yeah, also... it didn't really like flesh out into a full book all that well. But... Oh, really? Because a lot of it was just like stories about people's dumb jobs, and it's like, yeah, I get that, but like, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't that long. I think it's like maybe like three, four hundred pages at most. I don't even know if it's that much. It might be like big text that much. It's like two fifty, I think. Yeah, it's like something like that. But it's like, but anyways, not dense. Yeah, speaking of work, uh, how's the how's the coronavirus going at work? Uh, how's everybody doing? How's uh, how many people have you seen? You and Zoe are the only ones with jobs. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it's just us, and uh, I. It's I don't know, it's, we had so they they have people who come in. Um, I think probably like maybe one to two times a month and they're supposed to do this like deep clean of the office and t and they're supposed to like 
sanitize all the high touch surfaces and things like that. But um, fucking <laughs> I ran into one of the guys doing it, and the the dude just like had his mask under his nose, and it's like, what are you, what are you here for? They uh they have some sort of like outside company come in and like. I don't know, wash the elevators or some shit. But then it's like, nobody knows how to wear a mask in that fucking building. Like, Wait, they have an outside company? It's not like the the janitors they already have? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the state's so not gonna... We, they, they have, like, um, we have a, a janitor lady who does, like, our floor and I think, like, one or two other floors. Because um, it's a 16-floor building, so they don't have just, like, one janitor for the whole thing. Um, and she's still there, and she's like still doing whatever it is. She, I, I don't understand why she's there actually, because it's like there's three garbage cans you have to empty, and three people who use the toilet. I, I don't know, but so she's in, um, you know, like her normal schedule, and then they have some like some other dudes come in. I don't know. It's like the other thing union or do you just not know that much oh i have no idea probably not no i mean but i had a meeting the other day and it was an outdoor <laughs> meeting. oh no like, it was an outdoor meeting so like normally we would have had like my supervisor didn't think it was going to be an outdoor meeting so he like wiped everything down and cleaned everything off and had me set up chairs and like you know make sure everything was uh relatively normal looking and then we just went outside and uh, everybody was like, no, we're not supposed to go inside because of coronavirus. And he's like, well, okay, that makes sense. That's fine. Whatever. And then, like, of course, people have these masks on and they muffle everything. So instead of talking louder, I mean, we're all standing outside far away from each other. People would just take the mask off to talk, which is like, <laughs> that's when you want the mask on, actually. That's when you're, when you're flapping your gums. Just taking my mask off to scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to cast my particles as far as the the Lord intends. Exactly. It's I don't know, man. It's like it's sort of just like a weird, absurd thing, and I I don't know how much everybody else is constantly thinking about how absurd this is. Constantly, I'm just fucking yes, so inundated in the absurdity of everyday shit involving this coronavirus thing. Just like the way my one coworker will only have his mask on because uh, only have his mask on in the presence of my supervisor because <laughs> and not in the presence of me even though I have a mask on and I'm you know supposed to have a mask on and mm. I I just it's like the supervisor is the one who will tell him to put a mask on and I'm like I don't want to be that guy cuz I already mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like a nagging uh, new guy who's like uh, also not doing very much work and I just feel like an asshole. I was going to say something about coronavirus and masks. I can't remember it now. No. Uh, the fact that like the you know one thing that we should be doing has turned into a culture war. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh I was so I don't know um, Adam I don't know if you got this email but um, we got an email that we get these emails like pretty frequently. Oh, like from every other day or something yeah. about like why we have to wear a mask. And yeah. I noticed something in those guidelines where it says that you don't have to wear a mask if you're sitting at your desk. What? Right? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, There's what's no the point? Like, well, like as if air will not travel. Yeah, just like truly because only we... 
we work in these like old shitty buildings with like no fucking ventilation and constant air conditioning. Like, how do you not? Well, clearly, people. Clearly, your desk is just like a magical ward, you know, <laughs> like just like enchanted by an ancient talisman that permits the coronavirus from, you know, infecting yeah. you if you're sitting. We have an office desk. paladin who comes around and cleanses everybody. Look, oh, the coronavirus. The coronavirus is like a T-Rex, and it can only see you if you're moving. <laughs> God. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, that's how my co-worker gets away with uh, not wearing her mask at her desk, because she's technically allowed to do that, which is insane. Yeah, it's very, it's very weird. I, I, I'm going to become the Joker. It's the same <laughs> kind of shit where, like, people are eating at restaurants now. Except... You have to take your like groups of like five or six people can just eat at restaurants and they'll like take their masks off to fucking eat their food and just hang out at their table. And it's like that's not gonna fix any of the issue. Like no. it, I don't know, man. I've that's never been thing that coworker does. It's just fucking go out to eat like multiple times a week. Just like are you fucking do you believe in it? I just, I don't know. I don't know what to tell him. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I've never been so disgusted. He was disgusted one of the guys early on who seemed like he believed in it. I, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of, there's, um, I don't know. There's like a weird fatigue that's kind of settled in. And we've just sort of like managed to drum this thing into the background where it's just this like constant, like, it's there and everyone kind of knows it. But if we all just kind of like pretend and just kind of like trudge forward a little bit maybe it won't be so yeah, bad maybe the maybe the economic problems will not fuck us up it's like playing well, peekaboo with a with an infant yeah yeah there's yeah. a um... we are all babies <laughs> um so did you guys uh did you guys read that thing i sent you about the whole Trump admitting that he knew a long time ago that coronavirus was going to kill everybody. Uh, I read, I read yeah. all of it, but a lot of it was like a little bit of skin. Yeah, a lot of it is kind of you. like CNN garbage. Right. Whenever I, whenever I fucking, whenever I see any article with regards to the like, uh, he's being controlled by Putin. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just tune it the fuck out because it's like you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Even this, I don't know if the author of this was Bob Woodward or if the article was just by somebody talking. Oh about no, the uh, the so it's um, CNN. I grabbed it from thing. CNN. The, title, uh, the authors. It, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, play it down. Trump admits to can to concealing the true threat of coronavirus in new Woodward book by Jamie Gangle. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. G a n g e l. Uh, Jeremy Herb and Elizabeth Stewart. So I don't know who the fuck any of those people are. Um, but the basics are, so Bob Woodward, um, he's an investigative journalist. He got out of start, uh, I think he works for Washington Post and he's like gained notoriety because he was one of the guys who broke, um, Watergate back in the seventies. Honestly, um, if, if you break Watergate, I don't know how you're not just blacklisted. Like what the fuck? I, I don't, <laughs> come on. I don't know. Um, right. Like, like I'm the president. This is the guy I should be talking to. Yeah. about yeah. crimes yeah. historically proven well, to be the trustworthy guy to talk to about crimes yeah well it's, it's, it's interesting because um so woodward had done a book two years ago called i think it was like fear or something 
Yeah, that's um, what it says here. And I remember that was like that was like right around the start um of the administration, I guess it would have been. Well, you know, midway point. Um, because I remember I was working at the library and we got like a lot of copies. I think we had like ten copies ordered, and we had a wait list on that thing before we even like put it on the shelves. That was like fifty people deep. Because it's one of those things where I guess he got like a bunch of um he somehow managed to get like all this access to Trump and and had like a lot of conversations with him and did a bunch of interviews with him and then a bunch of other like White House staffers and I guess members of his own family. And um and this seems like a fool me twice situation, frankly. Like well, (laughs) so okay, so in in this uh I guess CNN managed to obtain this information because the book doesn't come out for another couple days now. Monday Um, or Tuesday. And basically, it's it kind of starts back in um February in a conversation with Trump where Trump admits that um you know coronavirus hang on no it was back in january january yeah yeah on your birthday well no the interview is beginning of february the thing they're referring to is end of january yeah so the end of january trump gets this uh warning from national security advisor robert o'brien basically saying like hey man this shit's gonna be really bad like this is a you know huge threat to national security things like that um and then i guess he starts talking about it it looks like the beginning of February is when he finally starts like publicly addressing it, <clears throat> and there's a lot of um, sort of back and forth between like what he's saying publicly versus what he's willing to admit privately. Like publicly, he's doing whole like you know it's not gonna be that big of a deal, folks. You know who cares? And then privately, he's like, ooh, you know, like yanking his collar a little bit. Like this shit's gonna be bad. Um, so this uh, article. It's got little audio clips. If we want yeah, to, like, we don't have to play the audio. Um, I don't even think it would come through all that well, but it's a couple days old now. Um, so this information got released. That CNN article was the ninth. Um, I don't know. I've been I've been thinking about because like obviously the Dems are having their very standard reaction of like you know how dare you sir like we need to impeach him like he should resign like all their like go-tos about this um you got two months left guys just (laughs) but the thing that the thing that i'm curious and and there's also like the the kind of a pushback against a little bit of a pushback against woodward being like well you know why'd you sit on this information for so long um which is i think is a fair question (laughs) yeah it's been what seven months since he knew about it come on yeah he was just editing <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't need to write the book. You don't need to make your dog. He had to proofread. Gotta, yeah. God fucking damn it, dude. Yeah. Well, and it's he had to uh, find a beta reader. I don't know. It's that sort of like weird, misplaced liberal outrage against Trump. A, a little bit of like weird outrage against Woodward, just because like I don't know. It's it's like you said. It's a very like shame on what was it shame on you type situation or shame on me situation but it does kind of seem like from reading their conversations and of course trump is doing his whole like you know oh this is like a attempt to smear me and all that but it does kind of seem like they have a weird like symbiotic relationship where trump gets the attention that he wants and in return woodward gets like the access to him and the gets scoop. to sort of like yeah. yeah he gets the scoop and he gets the opportunity to sort of like play like i don't know 
play a play up the character of like the hard hitting journalist who has like all of this you know knowledge that weighs on him and things like that, and it's like no motherfucker, like come on, I don't know. I think I think I think it's completely correct to say that Woodward had some sort of responsibility when mm. Trump just kept going out and saying the virus is is not a big deal for him to say I have you on tape saying it's really bad. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the second of I don't think it would have I don't think it would have helped or done anything differently. Yeah. No, probably not. No, cuz I mean, I mean this is uh, another thing is like the, the fucking media has been sort of pushing uh, a narrative of like a more serious situation like much longer than Trump has, right? That's that's like that's nah. why it's politicized, right? I mean, that Trump or Trump was lagging behind uh, the media who was interviewing random experts who were going, it's fucking awful, actually. It's going to be awful. Um, and then the media was going back to Trump and being like, hey, what's uh, what are all these uh, doctors saying here? And he's like, no, it's fine. It's going to be good, folks. Um, no, keep going. No, I, I don't have anything else, man. You could, you could, we can put the clips in here, dude. Uh, I don't want to do now all it's that. turning out it's not just old people, Bob. Just today and yesterday, some star facts came out. It's not just old, older, uh, young people too. Plenty of young people. You know, I just fucking. This is this is the February. Oh, this is March. This is March when he just had another interview and he's just fucking like, God damn it, dude. Fucking mm-hmm. shit, dude. Just kept having interviews and mm-hmm. him going. Actually, it's way worse than I've told the 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 rest of the media. You're my good friend, though. It took Buddy, him till, like, I'm gonna tell you how awful it's gonna be. It Thousands of people will die, Bob. Thousands. And it's just like, you could tell me, please, please mention it. God damn, dude. It took him to like June or July to like wear a fucking mask. It was like maybe mid to end June, early July. And it's just like, and all the people like up until that point, like, were just kind of like, Oh, you know, uh, I, not wearing a mask is my right. The president doesn't wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he put on a mask, those exact same people were like, good on you, Mr. President, showing good leadership. And I'm just like... God, he's so sexy in that mask. Look at that I would, man. I would, I would fuck the president. I would, no. If he wore that mask, no. I would fuck him. I am I editing to- this out, Adam. That's <laughs> 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 This is parody. I'm I'm doing an imitation <laughs> of the people. The guys, the hogs. This is parody. It's not actionable. I absolutely would not fuck him. <laughs> I would never fuck. I would never fuck arrested for You couldn't make me. Nobody. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's the uh, <clears throat> I don't know. The way that this whole thing is just like played out in the media has been deeply fucking frustrating and it's it's kind of it's it's hard because it kind of goes back to like your shitty co-worker who like keeps going out to restaurants and won't wear a mask and shit and it's like you know on one hand like yeah you're making a bad decision i guess but i don't know like what what are people what are people supposed to fucking do what are people supposed to think how are people supposed to behave when like the people who are in charge of this whole fucking thing have just dropped the ball from way before we even knew there was a ball to be dropped, you know? Like, yeah. there's there's, there's no there's no real sort of cohesion about how to handle this. This has kind of, like, been very quickly, like, 
yeah, it's been very decentralized. Yeah, it's just been kind of like swept off into like being like a state issue, basically. And, yeah, and unless is, you, yeah. it's become, unless you live, go ahead. Uh, it's just become a very like hyper individualized thing. Like you're yeah. a bad person if you don't wear a mask. But like meanwhile, yeah. the state, you know, whatever state you're in, like it, you know, is opening businesses back up after like two weeks of like being in shutdown like okay that's it we're done we, the virus is over we can go back to eat fucking eating at applebee's every single fucking night of the week now like it's, mm -hmm. it's fine well and this thing just seems so like poised to kind of like split this fucking country apart at the seams because it's not like going into this pandemic we were in any way shape or form like unified or prepared or doing well you know, we live in a country that has just produced this population of people who are so fucked up and miserable. The only thing they have to live for is fucking Applebee's. You take Applebee's yeah. away, what the fuck are people going to do? Yeah. And then you dangle it back in front of them with like all of these sort of like promises of like, oh, well, you know, oh, we're going to clean it real good. Everyone's going to wear a mask and this, that and the other thing. It's like and there's no there's no pushback on the fact that that is not actually going to fix the problem yeah. which is a respiratory problem he i think trump mentions it in here that the real yeah. problem is that uh it's he knew and fucking it goes through the air yeah there's like a literal quote right in here that's yep, like actually goes... cleaning the surfaces doesn't fucking matter at all it goes yeah. through the air that's yep. always tougher than the touch you don't have to touch <laughs> things right but the air you just breathe the air and that's how it's passed so it's a very tricky one uh, that's a very delicate one. It's more deadly than even your strenuous flus, which is just a line they did not push at all because mm. people were saying, people are still posting on Facebook about how it's, it's not less even deadly than the flu. flu. Yeah. It's, it's just, he knew this in fucking, this is the February 7th interview because mm. there's, this is, this is multiple interviews up into June. Mm. Yeah. Like long, long before we shut down at all. I do, I do want to say, yeah. oh, um, I do want to say this kind of like blows the lid off of the the theory of like him just being like like this like bumbling idiot who doesn't know what he's doing and just likes the attention. Like obviously he likes the attention, but it's just like the fact that like he's back in he you know bef yeah bef pur he purposefully did this uh, mm. and. Like, he knew about it and did absolutely nothing. And not only did he do nothing, he did worse than nothing. He downplayed the entire enti the entire thing. So this mm, kind yeah. of, like, just, like, takes away, like, the possibility of him just, like, being an idiot. Like, he's actually mm -hmm. a malicious, just irredeemable yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, he's a ghoul. I think the reason, I think he wouldn't have come to this conclusion to downplay it unless he was an idiot. But, I, I mean, like, I, I know what you're saying. Sure. That, like, a lot of the time, I mean, I am guilty of this more often than I think most people are of just saying like i i tend to talk to people about trump like he's yeah an idiot like he doesn't have any control over anything i mean he's um, an idiot in is, some regard but like not in yeah the way that people t typically in think like of a PR he's, he's, marketing yeah he's he's PR very good at yeah, yeah he's very good at like pr shit he's very good mm -hmm. at like understanding what looks good and i think yeah, that like good. ties yeah and that ties into sort of his argument of like oh well i didn't want to cause a panic like, oh, no, yeah. you just didn't want to look good. I mean, and I mean, like, there's a there's a there's a strain of that uh, of like uh, like right wing sort of ideology that sort of 
that sort of believes that wholeheartedly that like you're doing the noble thing when you don't let the public know about yeah. stuff because the public is a bunch of awful terrible babies yeah. who can't do anything and they part of it is like you know the public is made to be like that and part of it yeah is that's like that's why we have a democracy and right. uh we have a republic not a democracy mm -hmm. right it's, 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 the kind it's of their whole thing yeah we, just the because they think democracy they think democracy is bad inherently yeah mm -hmm. fundamentally just that's why we have a senate that's why we have presidency it's because like we need a, a ruling body to to administer things mm -hmm. and democracy is fundamentally flawed and well, awful, actually okay but like let's let's say that this shit even had come out like what if we, we i think we all agree that it wouldn't make much fucking difference and then like um <clears throat> the way that the uh, denver came out uh, well, no, I, I I don't know, cause like what what would the Dems actually do to stand up to him? Like all of this information is revealed now, no. and Nancy Pelosi is just like shame on you, Mr. Cheeto. Like somebody should do something it. about this. Yeah, Certainly not I, the Speaker of the House. That's the thing is that like it's it <laughs> the 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 senators and and you know representatives and all that they've made it very clear that their interest in governing does not extend further than their interest in getting reelected like yeah you know yeah. it for, for for fucking pelosi to be like you know oh well somebody should do something it's like well that's you that's what your job is that's what you got elected to do like ostensibly you are supposed to be the person who deals with this motherfucker on our behalf instead you're just what you're putting on a fucking kente cloth and rolling around on the floor because you can't fucking Get up off your feet after eight minutes or whatever the fuck it was they did that one time. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're doing dumb Nancy shit. Like, I don't think Zoe, I could either. But Zoe, she, <laughs> <laughs> but Zoe, she clapped in a funny way and tore up his oh. speech. Hell yeah, dude. Yes, Hell Queen. Yeah. Extremely uh. cool. I love it. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would have helped. Uh, I don't think it would have helped just because there's like a complete. The only way it could have helped is if it convinced people that he was lying about it not being a big deal. And there's no uh, way. But that would depend on yeah. that would depend on his supporters listening to the CNN guy over Donald Trump, which is mm. not going to ever happen. It'll never um, happen because we because this is not happening. It can't yeah. happen. Um the fake news thing is it's the it's the epistemic crisis. We have con we have tons of information and we can't sift through that information unless we use like an overarching ideology to just like pick and choose through things and the right wing picks their ideology and it's whatever the fuck fox news and um the random array of fucked up news sites that are really tiny and really really racist are saying about whatever <laughs> my, my tiny that, little racist website that's they Ooh. love those <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody everybody every like fucked up uncle that you know of is just rolling through some subsidiary of like uh, uh truth.org or what i don't even i don't even know i can't even think of any of them because every time i see freedom.eagle yeah just freedom.eagle <laughs> whatever that's what they are <laughs> uh, the the yeah it's just, yeah it's just, and so it wouldn't it wouldn't have helped um unless trump but, actually but that's, said it himself that's the thing i i mean like yeah unless know, he said they, unless he didn't Ahead, no, I think if Trump said it, because this is this is what I'm saying is like they use this their entire the entire ideology of the the right wing uh, 
populism. I hate to say that, but populism. Quote, uh, unquote. Yeah, whatever you want to fucking call it, but it's it's the rubes of the Republican Party, uh, the fascist base, whatever you want to fucking call it. Uh, they the just listen to Trump. They, I mean, like the QAnon people, just Trump. It's Trump. There's nothing. Nobody else is trustworthy unless Trump trusts them and trusts and Trump doesn't trust anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the, he also the, turns on people like instantly, which is always yeah. very funny. Exactly. Yeah. It's hysterical. Yeah. Like, uh, um, like the guy who's uh, dead son he just insulted. Oh, I love that shit, dude. That's my Honestly, favorite shit. That's my favorite part about Trump. He's so fucking mean. <laughs> so he's so mean and petty to like every... He's like, he's honestly, fucking... one of the funniest fucking presidents we've ever had. Well, and I would... just oh a... my god. It sucks he's that just he's a... just evil. Like, <laughs> yeah. It sucks that he's so evil, man. He's such a petty uh, bitch, man. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> God, imagine if we um, had like a president who wasn't evil and also this shit. It would mm. be so funny. God. Um so yeah. It would have been Bernie. It would have been Bernie because Do you think he would have been that petty? I think he would have just I do. Bernie's a little bit I, sometimes because nice. he could be he could be but he could be really dry when he wanted to. Like he mm-hmm. could he could really fuck you yeah. up when you weren't expecting he it. Did, he did have some good owns. He had reporters. good timing. Like he even had like unintentional owns where like just like the like the the thing that old people do when you like tell them something and you're they're like I don't know what the fuck that is but it's just like just like cuts <laughs> you real deep like. <laughs> right, they asked him about like the apps on his phone and he was like I don't I don't have I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna talk to you about this shit. <laughs> you fucking uh, nerd. Very good. Yeah. Um... But I wanted I wanted to. See- say like the the thing with it coming out now though is that uh he can just say which is what he's saying which is if this is important why did you wait seven months mm-hmm. you know yeah. like that's like where that's, does it it's just so easy for him to defang this by just saying like yep. look i knew i said that seven months ago you knew i said that seven months ago what's the why deal you bob you know and, well, obvi- and he's just automatically, like, uh, denounced by anybody who can follow that logic. I mean, like, I, I don't know, man. Anybody who wants to believe Trump is going to Trump this shit. Um, and his his little gotcha is very convincing to people who are predisposed to believe Trump about this shit. Like, it's not... There's going to be memes about this. You know? He don't it'll miss. Be, it'll say exactly what you say. <laughs> and he won't miss. That's it. Uh... That's that's it. Um, I don't know. There's um, I had something. I lost it. Um, I I think, like, I'm trying to imagine what it would have been like if, like, from the from day one, Trump had just been like, "All right, we're gonna shut everything down. We're gonna take this seriously and just like hand out money to people because that's what like Republicans are really good at. They they're they're really you good at simply like, gotten elected. Yeah, like, like after you know Bush like handed out like the that like six hundred dollars stimulus like what back in like two thousand two or five Three. or whatever two thousand three. Um, yeah, like he like every like family got like a couple hundred to like a couple thousand dollars, but it's just like, really? but like that that stuff comes out of like the uh, the the tax breaks and stuff that. 
So like they're really oh. good at like taking the money. They're they're really good at just handing out money, just like writing yeah. checks. But like a lot of people don't. But like that immediate cash is going to fuck us all over. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just yeah. kind of already dreading tax season next year because how the fuck is all this corona relief stuff going to affect my taxes? Well, and and also just like that's the thing. Um, the Republicans are, are are somewhat willing to do that. The Democrats, when they like, that's the thing that Democrats don't understand. I think about like the American people is that fundamentally, like, I just wanted to be handed money this whole time. <laughs> like, just fucking <laughs> hand people money, cancel rent, get the fucking National Guard out here giving everybody like bread and toilet paper. Like, shut this shit down. Hearts and minds. Yeah, from the beginning. <clears throat> but no, yeah. we had to. We have to. We have all these like false okay, well, starts that are just prolonging the issue. I think part of the part of the thing isn't just that they're fully ignorant because the the House, the the U.S. House under the Democrats passed the Heroes Act mm -hmm. uh, several months ago, which. <laughs> It would have been like a lot of money in our pockets. Uh, there was more checks, and they expanded UI and all this other shit. Um, the The problem, so they'll they'll pass something like that, which obviously isn't going to clear the Republican Senate. But then they just kind of sit on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the, it's just chilling there. Mm -hmm. they I don't, don't know. They don't actually do a lot to, to promote these things. Like they're not. They don't. They don't have, like, teams of people, like, out, like, you know, hitting the streets, like, uh, like, canvassing for, like, these pieces of legislation and stuff. Like, even if it's something as stupid as, like, call your, call your representative or whatever so that we can get this passed, they don't do any of this shit. They, like, completely operate, like, behind, like, in the shadows. And, like, even, like, the few, like, crumbs of good things that the Democrats try, like, try to get done... They just keep it under wraps until it's done, if it ever gets mm -hmm. done. And it's just like, yeah, the... they need people out here, like, actually, like, advertising this shit. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's the thing where it's, like, all that is solid melts into PR. I mean, like, they, <laughs> that's what it, I mean, it, it they, the PR is the end goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that, that's, it's the thing you were talking about earlier, where their goal is to get elected. Their goal yeah. is not to run the government in any yeah. particular way. Well, and that's why we had fucking... Yeah. That's why we had fucking Chuck Schumer talking about TikTok when there's like 180,000 yeah. dead people. <laughs> yeah, he's just making an ad. He's not making a policy. Yeah. Doesn't there's he no... have like stocks in like Facebook or something? Or like his daughter works for Facebook um, or something? Uh, probably. There, I mean, there was sure some kind of link between Chuck like... Schumer and Facebook and like that's why he was mad about TikTok. But like I, I don't want to was... say that I'm 100% right on that. But like I remember there I being something. I thought he was mad about I thought he was mad about TikTok because it came from China and it was bad. Yeah, he's going to do the racist, racist thing part. of, like, it's from China, yeah. it's bad, and we hate China, don't we, folks? But, like, also, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, there's a financial reason why he doesn't like Oh, TikTok. absolutely. <clears throat> They've all got their... Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a financial reason for... They've all got their fingers in some makes. fucking pies. Yeah. There's, there's a financial reason for everything the government... Um, has that ever done just really it's like all the time it's like an internal bureaucratic justification for things they just figure out like oh it'll make the numbers go up and then they figure out a way to do it and they act whenever it's most convenient for them mm -hmm. that's what the iraq war was mm -hmm. that's the uh we're not gonna we're not gonna 
tell you to listen to other podcasts, except Blowback. Blowback's very good. And it's just like a one-off podcast about the Iraq war, and it just tells you all the shit that happened in the Iraq war that was fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody should listen to that. If anybody listens to this, you should fucking listen to that. Because uh, it's so just, it's so blatant how fucked up and stupid and just, like, premeditated all of the fuck-ups of the Iraq war was. And, mm -hmm. I, like, this is this uh, this article in the Intercept. It's just like a short little thing, and it's just I, I don't know. It's sort of made for mass consumption, but it's like the three thousand dead on nine eleven meant everything. Two hundred thousand dead of COVID nineteen means nothing. Here's why, and it's like I mean, it's like a clickbaity title or whatever. What's it's that? like a click clickbait length, honestly. Mm -hmm. But it's just like very blatantly listing all of the times that the government has lied about shit. You know, starting with fucking anthrax yep <laughs> starting with like the the 911 shit and how we it is like a permanent scar on the american psyche as opposed to this 200,000 dead of covid meaning like virtually nothing like it's it's swept under the rug like we've been talking about it's something we don't think about yeah well, and it is very strange it is strange because uh i think the the animus around 911 of course is that we were attacked you know yeah. that's yeah that's the whole thing is that someone dared to offend against us, uh, which is something only we could do to other people. Yeah. Um, but the bizarre thing that to me is that the narrative from the right around COVID is also that we were attacked. You know, it was either that it was made up in a Chinese like bio lab mm -hmm. or that uh they like intentionally covered it up and let us let it hit us but like they all are stuck between uh covid doesn't matter and also covid is an attack on american soil by the chinese um and that 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 but, idea but, also extends to the chuck schumer thing where like the right side of the democratic party is also on that i mean there's that joe biden right. ad that was talking about very specific the trump is soft on china yeah exactly just shit like that even though trump is yeah but but somehow somehow it, it definitely has become more that they're mad at uh democrats than they are at the supposed enemy without uh i don't know how that, I, yeah i don't know i don't, I don't know, know how that I don't know. turned I out think, this I, way. I think the difference i think the difference between the two is that 9-11 presented the opportunity one to sort of like allow our heads of state to like realize they're kind of weird fascistic like, and I think the wet heads dream? of state were much more unified on that front yeah. than they so are not, on so, China. That's yeah, true, because so the Democrats on 9-11 were also yeah, yeah. Also full gusto. But that's the thing, yeah. is that 9-11 gave us the opportunity to like take all of that strife that sort of just guides this country to begin with and, and push it outwards to like maintain our imperial project, whereas coronavirus is this very... like internalized enemy that you can't really see and you can't really control and everybody is susceptible to yeah there's no dramatic imagery yeah. there's no there's no traumatic well no there is and well no of. because there is there is there is all of that but the problem is is that the 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 imagery and the trauma and all of that from coronavirus is just our country falling apart it's just mm -hmm. the sort of revelation of all of this shit that wasn't functioning in the first place just being brought to light is that now we have to really take a look at our country and how it's operating and, and, and what our values and all that shit are and 
we're horrified by what we're seeing because because we realize i think to some extent most people are starting to kind of like understand that like you know the way that shit is set up in this country is not shut the way that shit is set up in this country is not set up in a way to like make your life better or to really provide you with anything that makes you happy or makes your life easier or worthwhile it's just sort of set up to perpetuate your own fucking misery at the behest of somebody else for somebody else's pocket ultimately to suck you dry like vampires and so it's I think that's why there's more of a concerted effort to sort of like downplay the seriousness of the issue because the seriousness of the issue is that we are not equipped to handle this situation fundamentally. Yeah. yeah. Not the like, like, that, like systematically. We yeah. Can't do it. Like the things that we were talking about, like, <laughs> you know, they should just cancel rent and give everybody money and toilet paper. The way that our country is set up just cannot happen there's no political it's being will run by rich people who would yeah. rather people die than have yeah. their rent paid. that's Absolutely. simply what it is <laughs> there is there is becomes more blatant every day yeah there is an underlying core to the sort of philosophy and the foundation here which is that the people in charge don't give a shit about you and will kill you if it benefits them and it will, and it does. Or, or, but, if, or if protecting your life doesn't benefit them, they will also yeah. kill you. Yes, I just—it's yes. the Batman thing. Yeah, well, like that's that's the thing. Like, none of this actually benefits them because, like, I don't know. If we all die, they will have no serfs to rule over. Like, <laughs> I mean, see, I like, feel like we think about it in those terms, but I don't. I don't know that they think. About no, it. they don't, because they don't I mean, have a long-term yeah. plan. I mean, or their long-term the plan is that their long-term yeah. plan is that they are going to live forever and like be like a lot of people a, a lot of people a lot of like wealthy people in general think that they're wealthy by like some kind of like divine intervention by like the the will of god or whatever like high, higher power they may believe in but like they or or uh, not yeah, but like yeah. but it's just like they it, whether or not they like ha- have any sort of like spirituality or whatever they like people with money fundamentally believe that they deserve it more than everyone else. And yeah. they're the chosen ones. Yeah. They are the chosen ones or yeah. And it's just like, they don't actually have a long-term plan beyond keeping their hoarded wealth. And that long, and that like, yeah. and that long-term plan, like it, it might not be like, realistic you know and 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 like i said about like we could all die and they would have no serfs to rule over but they're not really thinking about that because like they do have like this kind of like uh blind spot yeah i feel like it's they've they've compartmentalized all of the power that they have as something um that is outside of the problems of society Mm -hmm. They they exist outside of society in their mind like they don't exist on the backs of the working people or anything like that they don't even understand that all of their wealth is from working people they just fundamentally disregard the labor theory of value as something that even that's true um, though i I, so i think i think it's i think it's that they it's true that people um uh sort of use the the labor theory of value when they talk about ah our our (laughs) I mean, when I worked at Dish, they used to talk about how uh, all of their their technicians are their uh, most valuable asset. Yep. Uh, is literally a thing I was told uh, regularly by little videos that they made you watch every morning. 
but or not every morning, but once a week they would make you watch them in the morning. But like awful. I mean, that's the labor theory of value that they understand mm -hmm. is that like, yes, uh, our laborers are assets that we should cultivate and yeah. uh, make use of. Um, and I mean, part of that. This reminds uh, me of, a, of an article I read a while ago uh, talking about how uh uh at the turn of the, like at the turn of the century like the 20th century uh economists started using the labor theory of value and like turned it into turned uh it into like human like human capital being like a desirable thing hold on let me see if i can find the article keep talking yeah i mean capitalists have like co-opted it to the point where they they can use it in their like actual administration of capitalist institutions between i mean like between the state or private institutions i mean they they understand the theory of the labor theory of value when it pertains to like uh maintaining assets mm -hmm. in that sense but they don't understand that the labor theory of value is supposed to fundamentally uh valorize human beings as since they're the source of all value we should understand mm -hmm. our society in terms of uh human beings as opposed to on the terms of uh, capital measurements mm -hmm. like but i mean ultimately it's very hard to measure um, um humanity i mean i think i think ultimately asset. that the 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 wealthy are going to adapt to the situation and they're going to find ways to still profit from our um plague-ridden oh, corpses God. more or less yeah. yeah i mean i mean think about like okay i we, mean monetizing we, the rot is just what we've yeah. been doing for well think about the fact that we just like liquidated like 40 percent of the working of the workforce, right? Something like that. Some like outrageous fucking number. Uh, it and depends on jobs... what measurements. Minimum thirty yeah. percent, though. So we had a bunch of that. we had a bunch of service jobs just kind of bottom out because they weren't, you know, you know, they're really not like they doable. weren't valuable in the context yeah. where people could die, and so they would not yeah. consume in the way that that. Well, and the, and the problem, I think, the problem we're going to see now one is that those jobs are never going to come back, and if they do, they're going to come back to limited capacity. So now you're going to have a population like of unemployed people who are yeah. fighting for these scraps. Yeah, I think, I truly, I think what we're going to see in the next uh, decade or so, I think we're going to see an increase in private prisons. To be honest. Because I think we now yeah. are breeding this population of people who aren't going to be able to be employed, and usually what happens to those people is that they end up dead or in jail. Permanent underclass, baby. Yep, yep. Yeah. and I think that in the interest of maintaining their wealth, I think rich people are just going to start fucking investing in private prison shit. Yeah, I mean, they they leave. have been for some time already, and it's just been yeah. this is just a, like the logical conclusion of what's been going yeah. on for decades. Yeah, right, but you don't have to. Like, you don't have to invest about. in private prisons because even the public prisons are all yeah. That's profit true. makers. You know, you don't have yeah. to invest in a private Poor prison. You could just you could just invite you could just invest in a company that makes all of their shit for free in public prisons. You know, mm -hmm. or you can you can invest in a company that charges uh, prisoners' families to spend twenty dollars a minute video calling them. You know, you. All yeah. prison is monetized. It's uh, yeah. the, the private ones are just a little more uh, on the nose about it, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're all they're all profit. Yeah, I mean the state is a is a capitalist institution. I mean, like yeah, we all, we're all kind of aware of that, but like, and... I wonder if you broke it down, you know, because I wonder if it even 
I, th- I think it probably functions more like the military does, where uh, absolutely the people profiting off of it are getting less money than is being dumped into it in total. You know, it's not like the government is making money off of it. Right. Uh, it's just a transfer of wealth. You know, the, it's just a, it's just mm-hmm. a, it's just fucking money laundering. It's, it's money laundering. For a toilet seat kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Classic. Yeah. The classic war is a racket, honestly. Um, I, yeah. Except I, extended to the entire government apparatus. I mean, we're also going to see, I think, a massive consolidation of industry overall because all of these like smaller yeah. companies that have just bottomed out, they're all going to get absorbed mm-hmm. by oh, yeah. Disney Blood and Lord Amazon. Bezos, baby. Yeah, it's going to be Disney, Blood it's going to be Amazon, Bezos. it's going to be the pricks over at Google, like all of that shit. Like they're just going to look Prince like, Musk. Up. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. They're just going to hoover it all up and then we're all yep. just going to be working for the fucking Disney Corporation at the end of the day, like. Yep. It's bleak, man. I won't have to cover my Mickey Mouse thin blue line tattoo. <laughs> Holy Normally fuck. at work. Normally at work, you know. <laughs> oh god. Uh, Most man. workplaces would let you have that and display it proudly. Well, no, the problem is they're going to become mandatory. <laughs> oh fuck. No, Hell it's yeah. not that it's not that my employer doesn't want me to have it out. It's that uh the Disney Corporation will sue me for having it out. <laughs> they're gonna reclaim. They're gonna reclaim six inches of skin off my back. Holy shit! Oh, I'm just. Well, I'm just thinking of Danny in court now. They're like, gonna make like lampshades out of all the Disney tattoos. Oh Jesus! No! Christ. No! Oh, <laughs> in the in the serial killer way, yeah. not in the just, Holocaust yeah, way. Oh way. God! They're gonna make. They're gonna make shower curtains out of human tattoos. God. And that's just, what's gonna be uh, your option. Legions you of legions of half-flayed adult <laughs> Disney fans. Well, they deserve God. it. In the private hair, prison. With the hair Disney still on it. The body hair is still Shit. on it. Yeah, they don't wow. shave it yeah. or nothing. No. That's your shower curtain it. when you God. stay at a Disney hotel. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Just every one of the, like if you go to Disney World. Like, I've uh, never been to Disney World, and I extra don't want to go now. Yeah, uh, for yeah. many reasons. Oh, yeah, for like you know the standard bit, so. uh, Disney is evil reason, but also uh, just the thought yeah. of you know human skin shower curtains with like the hair still on it. Yeah. They tan it really well. You don't. You wouldn't notice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And in order, so in order to increase diversity, they do like different skin tones on oh, one shower. No, yep. yeah, no, this is too yeah. dark. We ha- we're gonna have to go in part of America, we, folks. We, we have the inclusive skin, skin. the oh, inclusive God. skin curtain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that made me think of like the AIDS quilt kind of thing. No, no, what? No, so, no. say again. Yeah, too dark. No, that the like, AIDS quilt. That 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 got that's just where my <laughs> mind went. Oh god, no. Listen, uh, that is just where my mind went to. I am sorry. Intrusive thoughts, Maddie. We were talking oh, about like true, we were talking Look, about like all... different like 
people being like combined into like a like a kind of like artistic expression of like horrible Disney tattoos, and uh, th that's just where my brain went. I'm sorry. You guys Full you guys circle ever... here. We've got a uh, we've got at least four nine eleven quilts uh, inspired by the AIDS quilt, what? as well as. As well as an AIDS quilt uh, that they made in Second Life. <laughs> in Second Life? <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's hyper-reality, baby. That's the one. That's the most hyper Second Life, it's... dude? Holy shit. When First Life <laughs> isn't enough. Uh, Everyone literally was that's the Second Life was really going to be the thing yeah. back back in the early... I was like on Second Life at the time, oh, but I was in... Uh, Annie. I was on the teen, I was a teenager, so I was sequestered on the teen island. Holy shit. Uh, so my Epstein, account, so I couldn't. So what? Epstein's island. I couldn't participate. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> little Saint second, Saint little St. James. <laughs> oh. oh god! No, oh, the teen grid. Yeah. That's what it was called. The teen grid. Man, that, and. Uh, that one was there was no there was no weird uh real estate scams or entire islands devoted to like milking fetishes <laughs> on on the team grid. Wait, they saved that all for the main second grid life. oh yeah if you just google like second life real estate you find these weird like articles of the time where they thought it was going to be like everyone's going to slip away into alternate reality uh these people who made like shit tons of money buying up land in second life and having like a real estate monopoly God. in game that they like were then a... making hundreds of thousands of dollars Wait, on like real people money or game money? yeah no like the game money that they would then exchange for real oh, money yeah. Jesus, like bitcoin or something but not bitcoin, but, but yeah honestly yeah <laughs> but similar to not, not blockchain but the yeah. the linden i think it was linden bucks or linden dollars something yeah. Yeah, what a what a time. That's grim. What a time. Yeah, what a time to be alive, folks. Um, I, I mostly spent my time in Second Life uh, learning how to script inside their engines so I could grief people. <laughs> that was mostly, mostly what I did. Uh, God, that money-making scheme has me really fucked up. Because do you ever meet, like, a Gen X person who was, like, I used to be... Several. I used to have lots of money uh, that I made from... Uh, some fucking business that I took part in in the nineties. Yeah, the boom. Like, yeah, the and then dot com like, boom. Oh, the dot com boom. Pets yeah. dot com. Oh yeah, do you know? Uh, uh, that was the we, big one. We used to work at uh, Pizza Hut with that guy that we've mentioned uh, in group chat. What Mark? Yeah, their, our boy, our boy Mark. He was. He would talk about how he to. Uh, he had a lot of money at one point because of that. Oh my god! Uh, and now I'm just thinking of every one of those guys participating in like another one of these harebrained schemes of like real estate investment on fucking uh, on, on fucking Second Life. Second Life. Yeah, shit. like Bitcoin is the direct inheritor of that mindset. Bitcoin guys are exactly the same brain as the uh, 90s dot com boom guys, uh, except they dominate all of our culture now in the form of Elon Musk brain. So like. It's it's like a it's dominant now, so it won't pop as easily mm. as the last one. Oh my god! Uh, the the wicked 
the controversy section on Second Life's <laughs> Wikipedia page is Holy shit. is 20, 23 items. Oh my god. That's so cool, dude. And then international issues over legality and then a separate page with litigation. Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. Do you guys know anything about the the series of companies that are selling property on the moon and the corresponding body And it's of not real. Law? I, I mean like you have it's the you have the little you have the but what are you gonna do? Well, that's the that's the argument. What do you mean, what am like, I gonna it's do? Like it's like libertarian mindset. Like this guy <laughs> is basically there's a guy who basically claims to be the owner of uh, the moon uh, and to have had uh, like claims to it under U.S. law, but under international law, it's impossible for any country to claim anything on the moon um but this this guy who is american obviously obviously he's american um basically has a claim to it uh i don't remember the legitimacy of the claim but he like you know puts in it's one of those things where he uh puts in a claim submits it to the united nations and they don't respond because he's a crank and he's like <laughs> oh it's good enough for me i own the moon now bitch <clears throat> and he just sells acres um <clears throat> That's an incredible of show companies. Yeah. That's incredible. Yes, with varying uh, degrees good. of legitimacy, and there is an entire body of law dedicated to I think, it's, I think to they're all one guy. degree of legitimacy, which is illegitimate. Like, uh, yeah, that's, you know. I don't think there's any like, take, variation but, between know. how much of the moon you can actually own. I think the answer is none. I mean, across the none board. moon with left beef. <sighs> Okay, wait. I'm sorry. I'm still looking at. I'm still looking at Second Life controversies. Here's the all two right, deaths. All right, all right, can we, all right. Let's talk can about like a real. It, can we like bring it back around it, to the, the our actual outline? Yeah, we've <laughs> we've segued very we deeply. Will after into I tell the... you the, the two best ones. Uh, okay, fired up. In in twenty in two thousand seven, Linden Labs, which is the developer, announced a ban on in-world gambling due to uh, federal and state regulations on internet gambling. The ban was immediately met with in-world protests. Uh, and then a week later, a $750,000 in-world bank or Ponzi scheme <laughs> collapsed due to a bank run triggered by the ban on gambling. That's so cool. Uh, aftershocks of this collapse caused severe liquidity problems for other virtual Linden dollar banks. Uh, and then they had to ban real-world payments and fixed-interest cash deposits inside Second Life. What's the point of having an entire fictional universe if the economy is still going to fucking crash, dude? Come on. <laughs> Come I'm, on. I'm pretty sure the point... You're just going to build it the same as we got in here, dude? Fuck yeah, well, off. that's because people get onto Second Life for, like, their weird milking fetish, not to, like, actually, like, yeah, manage their finances. That, Fuck. Yeah, it, it, okay, here's the second one, uh, which is that in January 2007, a virtual riot erupted between members of the far-right French National Front, who had established a virtual HQ in Second Life, <laughs> and anti-racism anti-racism activists, including Second Life Unity, Second Life Left Unity. Holy shit, dude. Which has its own blue link to presumably its own Wikipedia page, Good a socialist Lord. and anti-capitalist Second Life user group. 
since then, several small internet-based organizations have claimed some responsibility for instigating the riot, like their ISIS. They claimed responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Critical support for uh, oh, yeah. left unity. On Second life. life left unity. Yeah, good for them. Critical support for those guys. Uh, please. Fucking I don't rules. know if you can kill people in that game, but... Starting Start doing it. Starting a DSA abroad chapter in Second Life <laughs> on the Milking Island. No. <laughs> Starting the Milking Caucus, dude. Hell yeah. You do a, you could do a PSL chapter, the party for Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so bringing it bringing it back around. Bringing it back around. Um, I don't know how we can bring it back around to anything we're gonna, we left off. Yeah, we I mean, could just speaking of completely fabricated realities that people are living in <laughs> and uh, having large scale crises in. Uh, we we can talk about um the fucking the way Democrats the um, Trump versus military thing. Yeah, they just, uh, this is NPR article that really pissed me off today. Uh, because what is anything if it doesn't hit you up, piss you off these days? I mean, that's everything that I see online. Um, so during a press conference at the White House on Labor Day, President Trump lashed out at Democratic rival Joe Biden, claiming the former vice president threw open the borders, shipped away jobs, and sent America's youth to fight in crazy, endless wars. And this entire article is about the fact that he said sending America's youth to fight in crazy, endless wars, as and opposed really to the other two things, which are patently false and insane. Uh, the, the crazy, endless wars thing is the focus of this article. And the there's it just goes into a series of people with, uh, like, Tons of tons of degrees. Uh, we got emeritus pres uh, professor at the University of North Carolina. We got military expert at Johns Hopkins University School of Advanced International Studies, which is frankly like advanced most, international studies. Just you the just most get a military industrial. Right, you just get a degree in being like a CIA seen. agent. Like yeah, it's, that's all of these are is different <laughs> variation. I got like, my <laughs> MA in being a spook. Like yeah, your whole diploma is redacted with black ink. <laughs> yeah, it, my uh, my MS in uh, you know torture science from UC Berkeley. <laughs> oh my God, there is definitely somebody who is that somebody wrote a book on the history of torture on this like oh yeah uh we got a defense analyst at the brookings institution dude just, yeah. just tons of fucking like freaks just neocon yeah. freaks coming in and like lining up to say listen the military industrial complex isn't real folks okay uh, the 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 fact that trump said uh so this is the other trump quote in here the top people in the pentagon probably aren't uh in love with me because they want nothing to do or want to do nothing but fight wars so that all of these wonderful companies that make the bombs and make the places and make everything else stay happy, which, which is he a nonsensical miss. bit. But like the companies that make the bombs, yeah. <laughs> he don't, he ain't missing here. No. That's for fucking sure. He misses but, I mean, like, faith, but it's, yeah, it's not even like he's, it's not even like he's not, um, uh, like, capitulating to these companies in different ways you know mm -hmm. it's just that he's pointing out that uh the military industrial complex exists that's it 
And I mean, like, it's a neocon talking point that these wars literally like produce jobs because all of these American companies will have uh, factories that can continue to operate as long as we're selling bombs military. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the way the economics of war are. That's why we have economic booms whenever we fucking go to war somewhere is because people just start investing in all the bomb companies. Like, we, that's it. We could also have factories making, I don't know, like PPE and like health, and like, various, like yeah. healthcare related nah. stuff. Like, it, it's nah. just, it's Keynesianism for the fucking military and nobody else. That's what it is. It's just rabid psychotic capitalism for everyone else. Just, I mean, people say it's like, oh, socialism for the rich or whatever, but it's not socialism. It's Keynesianism. It's different. Right. I mean, like, it, it's kitschy to say, like, you know, socialism for thee and not for me, but, like, it's actually yeah. not. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. I, it just... It, it, it just really fucks me up that, like, we can't be, like... It... When we talk about job creations, it's always like centered centered around like building bombs and shit like that. But like we don't want to talk about it's job creation. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about job creation in like the healthcare industry. Like I was arguing with this dipshit on Twitter the other or the other, yesterday who promptly blocked me after saying that I advocated for murder for supporting universal yeah, healthcare. Yeah. But it's just like you know you were talking good shit. And like this guy was talking about how like people in the health and like in health and private health insurances will lose their job i'm like no they will become government workers like that's that's what it does yeah. like these jobs aren't going to go away we still need all of Not that all shit of i mean like you know it's going to just be like one insurance company essentially and it's the government right and you know mm-hmm. you can like criticize that as you will you know with like whether or not you believe the state should like operate them um, to should do anything but like the bottom line is that like it, it, there will be one insurance company and it will be the government right essentially and it's just like these people aren't going to lose be... their, the only people who are going to be at risk of losing their jobs are like board members and see and like ceos which i don't give a fuck yeah, about people who do nothing mm. the people who <laughs> the people who actually do the yeah. work are the people who you know ideally are you know are going to keep their jobs and they will become good nice little government workers and it's just like and also just the thing about how like uh private like this guy implied that private insurance provides more services than public insurance and it's just like which if you look at any other country private insurance is simply more expensive because they have to make profit yeah, yeah. that's the that's the reason it, like if there is a public option private insurance companies are primarily scams in every other country just like they are here mm-hmm. it's just like more obvious it's just like pet insurance market. in other countries What's that? Private insurance is just uh, our equivalent of pet insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just shit you don't actually need to It's just buy. sprinkles. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, I I don't understand, like... People's aversion to it. It's just, it's just a I just ideological... Gen- it's the hyper-reality thing, where they just have a problem started talking about like we don't have infinity money to like spend on healthcare i'm like and it, it's just like it literally would it would money. be cheaper it. it would literally be cheaper than what we have like and that was that that analysis is something that was released by like a center right think tank like this like guy is like a democrat he's he yeah he like you know he's like i'm a center <laughs> left person blah 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 I'm just like I, yeah 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 
Yeah, I mean, there's plenty. Like, if you want to pick and find the right analysis of Medicare for all that points to uh, it being more expensive, I'm sure you can find it. This is the this is the problem. Epistemic. A crisis that we're in is because we have so much information and we have to sift through it with it's, things we already believe, it, and so mm-hmm. we can't believe new things mm-hmm. anymore. It's only more we expensive if we don't like compromise on the, in any any other part of the national budget. Mm. Yeah, you can simply uh, take some of the money from the hundred dollar toilet seat military. Yeah, and it's just uh, like, how many people join the military for the healthcare benefits? You know, before the trans ban, there were a lot of tra- trans people that got uh, that got the healthcare that they needed uh, with Tricare. You know, and like, and you know, I'm yeah. not going to claim that like there was no transphobia ever involved in the military ever, especially with Tricare. Good, good lord! But well, like, could be too much. Yeah, but it, yeah. but it's just like. People join the military for healthcare, for education, so for stability, so they can fucking raise a family. And like, and if you get rid of like these like incentives, like nobody's gonna want to join, or not nobody, but very, mm-hmm. but like enrollment will be down essentially. Yeah. And it's and like, but it's just like we could very easily divert that money into something like healthcare. Yeah. It's 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 a one to, it's almost like a one to one ratio. Like we but can just it's re- not, reallocate it's, that. But it's not easy though, right? There's no. there's there's no real Never political easy. will to it. There's there's no real like push behind it. And it it they I don't know. There's just no easy answer. Like the fundamental thing is just the total rehauling of like the American project. Like that yeah, would fix a, everything. We are deeply saturated in way of thinking about the world as a yeah. country. And yeah. I mean, like, most of the people I talk to just simply, I mean, they literally would not understand the things I'm saying to them if I no. talk to them about, like, socialism being good. Like, I, I'd probably get a side eye for having a fucking Bernie sticker yeah. from a lot of people. Like, I, I mean, fuck, dude. When that, when that protest, I mean, like, I hadn't really talked about politics very much at work. Um, but like <clears throat> when that protest popped up, uh, the NBA players were on uh, <clears throat> strike <clears throat> one day. Um, <laughs> thanks, Obama. Um, thanks, Obama. Yeah, truly. Uh, but oh, like I'm whenever that happened, the one day where it was something worth talking about was like the other co my other coworkers just saying like, "Who cares?" Basically, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't want basketball anyway, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. just completely not understanding what it was about or what the point of protesting in sports is. And I'm sure there are guys who just like limited their watching of football when Kaepernick shit was, you know, it's just like, that's the way people think about shit. And it's because of this, the mass culture that we don't really participate in very much. Well, and it's, it's, you know, it's, there's a, there's an ideological project that's been taking place over the last, like what, a century at this point, maybe to um, sort of intentionally like diffuse that information and, and cripple the opportunities to actually educate and organize and rally together. Like, you know, look at, look at what happened, like, especially like in the mid to late 20th century, like if you were a radical activist, you either ended up dead or in jail or you got so beaten down by whatever system you got run through that you just kind of 
I don't know, took a step to the side. It's, you know, it was understandable. Like, it's not like a, a, a character flaw. But, you know, this country is has actively opposed any sort of, um, I don't know, like uh, radical intellectualism even. That and, like, people... We people just don't say, have... Like... We just don't have the the foundation. We just don't have, you know, the people who could possibly, like, explain to us what the hell's going on or are dead or incarcerated or otherwise yeah. lost to the annals of history, you know? Yeah. And, and like, people people think that's, like, ancient history, like, in the 70s and primarily in other countries. I mean, like, they can point to Fred Hampton and Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, enemies of the state, basically. But they, I mean, like... Even stuff as recent as the uh, classification of eco-activism as eco-terrorism. Mm-hmm. Under, I don't know if that was under Bush or Obama, but it was towards the end of Bush's presidency. Very late. I think it was both yeah. of them. Yeah, and it was like put, it was definitely acted upon by Obama with like the... the um, uh, Standing Rock. Yeah, the Standing Rock stuff um, and the, the outlawing certain states of... Uh, filming factory farms mm-hmm. uh yeah just, just like i mean that was classified as terrorism in certain states yeah like, and pipeline pipeline protests uh in general have been really criminalized in the last uh mm-hmm. 10 years uh including yeah like felony like terrorists like if you like blockade like if you just stand in front of the fucking tractors yeah you, send an angry you get like email a felony terrorism charge. They will, <laughs> they will come to your house, kick you yes. down, and black bag your ass. Um, uh, I just can't mail pipe happening. bombs anymore in this country. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not, not from the left. We you used can't. to stand for something. <laughs> That's oh, what made this country God. so damn great. <laughs> Back when we're we used to. Doing Dale Gribble voice. <laughs> it was extreme. Just, uh, Extreme my family voice. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, just like going back to the whole like eco-terrorism thing. It is just like um, when I was last summer when I was in uh, New Orleans for the DSA Afro-Soch convening. Like I'm not going to go into too much detail because there's a whole lot of fucking shit uh, to cover that like most of it I don't really remember. But uh, the, the short short is that protesting is basically illegal like uh it's not explicitly uh worded that way but it it, for all intents and purposes it's illegal in louisiana and like also louisiana has like the highest cancer rates uh in the country it's like there's one specific place uh uh forget what it's called it's like north of like baton rouge but it's their cancer rates are 400 times higher than the rest of the country it's because Mm -hmm. because of uh, neoprene and um shit like that i thought it was like i thought it was like a coke industry uh thing in Indiana specifically i don't remember exactly i don't remember that much about it but maybe you're maybe maybe what you're talking about is literally like the they're they're two the two biggest (laughs) the three biggest industries in louisiana are tourism uh uh, chemical plants and shit like that yeah. and like uh, and you know just like uh uh whatchamacallit um fishing fossil f- like fossil fuel no not fishing mm-hmm. you don't want to fish in those waters uh fossil <laughs> fashion uh, fo- <laughs> fossil fuel industry slash chem- slash chemicals and uh prisons those are the three mm-hmm. biggest oh. industries oh, in louisiana okay. and like the way that their like laws are set up basically protesting 
literally anything is illegal and can and will be made illegal and you can yeah. spend like a decade in prison for like standing on the street saying hey this sucks yeah um uh, yeah the south protest. i mean like we give the south a lot of shit for being racist but they're also um ruled by an oligarchy and have been since slavery most people yeah. in the south are like do people yeah. not most understand people in the that south are people of color yeah do people not understand that 85 percent of the black population in this country lives in the south yeah. like we make up <laughs> we make up like 15% of the of the US population and 85% of us are in the fucking south. And like I just like the south is not some irredeemable hellhole because racists live there. It's an irredeemable hellhole because it is basically just being controlled by a religious death cult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's because yeah. reconstruction failed and we didn't string all those motherfuckers up when we had a chance. So yeah, Reconstruction Wait, was, was a there ever a chance? Piece. I just finished. I just oh well, I haven't finished it. I'm on the last. I I haven't yeah. started it yet, but, but um yeah. Oh god, so long and it's it's so... the same thing it's that happened. Pages. Like, it's the same yeah. sort of thing that happened like after World War Two. Like you know, we didn't just like round up all the Nazis and shoot them like we should have. We just kind of no, we incorporated them into the CIA. Yeah, you know. <laughs> also, there was a Nazi party in the U.S. like leading up to well, the, we, us our involvement in the war. Yeah. And Winston Churchill just believes all the same thing guys anyway. Yep. Um do we want to talk about the protests going on downtown? Yeah, we're talking about yeah, New so Orleans. We're talking about global politics. Let's talk about Harrisburg. Harrisburg, baby. So let's yeah. let so yeah, that's a good point. So we're we're talking we're talking about a, a religious death cult. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of religious death which, cult, let's get it. Which is the most modern iteration of that. Comes right around home. Um so Pennsylvania is one of the more deranged places to live during all this because we have uh, a mostly a, a, a fine coronavirus response from the executive, uh, for what it's worth. Uh, higher than the national average. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Um, but but which has been met step by step by uh, our utterly insane republican legislature uh which has really just fought every step of the way kicking and screaming uh this whole time so but the uh what was i at? so one of the main things though that we've seen here is that uh there's been this like grifter uprising mm -hmm. where any small business uh that's run by these little fascist freaks uh that wants to get on the news and become like a local hero uh all they have to do is defy some government health order and uh the pennsylvania legislature will just swarm to them in front of news cameras <sighs> uh so we've had we've had a couple of these we've got this place the round the clock diner uh they had two locations in york and they've racked up they had their license suspended because they refused to close indoor dining this whole time. Um, and I actually, I, I actually drove by them uh, the other week and they were packed, Jesus. absolutely packed. Why? They have not, re they have That's not reduced uh, capacity. They've been open the whole time. And, uh, cause I feel like I've huh? been to that before. I feel like I've been to that diner. I'm going to look it up. Go on. Yeah. I mean, it's I in, think of we passed the one on yeah. 30. 
It was on 30 East. Mm. Um, so we passed them. And then there's this other place, Taste of Sicily. Uh, and they were actually downtown today. Uh, they, they've racked up over $10,000 in fines from the Jeez, government and also right. had their license suspended. There's no fucking way the Taste of uh, Sicily could afford that fine either. <laughs> no, they've said they're not paying it. Um, Good for them. Yeah, I watched I watched <laughs> with Natalie. They did like this teary Facebook live where they were like, Governor Wolf, we are standing up to you. We are strong and we have support. And the legislature has our backs. And uh, President Trump's coming to Pensa and he's going to come here. And you better watch it, you know. And it was just the most insane thing. Uh, this woman yeah. and her brother husband. Uh, what? what? Husband? <laughs> Her brother has he's, he's her brother, but I don't know. I got some weird vibes from the video. Oh, yeah, uh, hey, somebody has to be consuming all of the weird incest porn. For it to I guess right. It's her, her brother. <laughs> right, it's these guys. It's um, probably the right wing. Let's be real. But my favorite one of these that happened uh, was at Shep's Barbershop, uh, which used to be my barbershop uh, when I was <laughs> a child. Shout out to Shep's, baby. Shout out to Shep's, baby. Shep it had, had a, a... Where's that at? Across the river? It's in Enola. Yeah. Shep had, uh, the whole time we were going there, a massive Don't Tread on Me flag uh, across the Hell back yeah. of the establishment. That's right. Uh, he, had a, he had a big Osama uh, shooting target under his TV. Oh, yeah. Less. Then... Hell yeah. That's a little weird. Wait, wait, wait. The... Did he... Is... Was the Osama shooting target used? You know, I don't. I don't remember, but probably. All right. Use. I was gonna say it's. Way? I mean, did you shoot at it? Like, take it to the range, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was a jacking off joke. Never... <laughs> yeah. Did he fuck the target? Is my question. Yeah, he probably he, fucked like, the target. Did he shoot a hole into the mouth of the Osama bin Laden? There is one hundred percent an image on a 4chan board oh. of somebody jacking off onto an Obama. Osama, Obama. <laughs> also probably that but you know osama bin laden uh image with do a bin laden come tribute absolutely oh my god that's for bin laden that's, there's oh no god. way that doesn't exist. come on i'm gonna move on uh <laughs> <laughs> so Shep... episode is osama bin laden come tribute you can't move Shep, on that much Shep was my barber and uh so Shep does this press conference railing against because this was back uh when you couldn't have a barbershop open uh and he said i'm not shutting down i gotta make my business i gotta make money for my family and then in the middle of this interview reveals that he applied for and was approved for unemployment uh and just decided not to file any claims because he had to have yeah, his I... shitty eight dollar haircuts for the people of the community people yeah. like uh Dude, people are so. But ashamed. they did a press conference. Like, like all of the local Republican legislatures, like came out to stand behind a podium in his little four car parking lot <laughs> to to call the governor a communist. And where's the bar? Uh, it's just a fucking. It's insane. Um. So, but one of the main guys that's been doing this, uh, his name is Doug Mastriano, and he's he's one of our state senators. Mm -hmm. Uh. And Doug Muster, so this guy, excuse me, he's a former U.S. colonel. Uh, Dude, I'm reading this he's, part now. Holy he shit. served in, like, East Germany. Uh, and part of his, his history is he helped plan the invasion of Iraq. 
Jesus uh, Christ. He, there was a plan he apparently drew up to invade from Turkey. Uh, but Turkey said, we would rather you not do that. Good on you, <laughs> Turkey. So oh, they wow. ended up doing it uh, out of Kuwait. Uh, but that Doug Mastrana drew up the plans to invade uh, from Turkey. Uh, he's completely insane. Um, he, he, he just got elected last year, so he, he's not some mainstay. Um, but in his campaign website last year had these big screeds against gay marriage and mm-hmm. transgender people. Uh, he absolutely hates Muslim people. And uh, I think... military is for, dude. What did he say? Oh, Just it's on his fucking campaign. He spends all day on his campaign Facebook page, like posting right-wing memes and arguing with commenters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in one of them... In one of them, he he shared a meme about how the Notre Dame fire was set by Muslims. Uh, what? And and, and had hell yeah. Here. hell yeah. He had he had shared an article uh, headlined "A Dangerous Trend: Muslims Running for Office." <laughs> um, so this dude is insane. Uh, and the way this is manifested in uh, during COVID is. He has been the the outlier. So he's done these rallies for freedom downtown, uh, which have resulted in like six hour car trains where people just honk all day. Um, Christ, talk about for, like blocking traffic. So glad. Right. So let me. But let me. There were hundreds of people down there today. There was a giant biker rally, and let me read you the event description to this uh we're looking for twenty thousand patriots to assemble in mass at the state capitol to call out the governor and demand to be set free from any and all restrictions and to return freedom of choice to the people uh any and all restrictions that's right and this is the thing the state is open like (laughs) the state is completely open already the only restriction is that there is a mask mandate and that indoor dining is at 25%. Those are the only restrictions in this like entire Hershey state. Open. Like, yeah, everything's fucking open. Literally all over the country to go to Hershey Park. Yeah, yeah. Open. yeah. everything is open. Um, but wait. We'll be peaceful, but we will be heard and not silenced. This is a show of force <laughs> to demonstrate <laughs> that the patriotic but fed-up citizens of Pennsylvania can quick produce a well-regulated assembly at the front door of the Capitol when necessary. So he's talking about a militia. He's quoting the Second Amendment there, uh, saying, we have formed an anti-mask militia and don't fuck with us, is the entire... entire, So this is just about masks, um, which also also Mastriano uh, had suggested having a mask burning party uh, when we had the mask mandate. Like a so bra this is burning, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> a book burning, maybe. Yeah, so these guys, I mean, like, I'm not gonna give Wolf, I'm not gonna give Governor Wolf all the credit for Pennsylvania not, you know, being a disease-ridden hellhole out of the stand right now, but like, anything they have done, these guys have just it, like, the best one they tried to. Uh, they tried to veto the disaster declaration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they said, tried to get the Supreme yeah, oh, Court, right? Yeah, they tried to get the Supreme Court to intervene. Yeah. 
and say that the governor couldn't have this long of a disaster order. And, you know, they got swatted away, but there's even like a week ago, months later, they were still trying to repeal this. And the only effect would have been that we wouldn't have been eligible for disaster funding anymore. Mm. Because, like, that's literally the only thing the disaster order does is because, like, the mask mandate eligible for federal funding, something like that. Yeah, because the all the the mask thing and the restaurants, that is all just like normal public health department stuff it's not even it's not related to the so we just live in we live in this ridiculous state where we're gonna get democratic governors because of you know pittsburgh and philly pittsburgh and philly and a a little bit of you know the mid-sized cities a little little bit about yeah here in the center uh but we're just going to be perpetually ruled over by these insane death fascists mm-hmm. yeah. f- from from Lebanon. Uh... <laughs> it, it really fucks me up, um, the, the, the choice thing, because it's just like, the- Oh, they love that. The, Fucking love my body, my choice when it's- When it's convenient for me, yeah. everyone around me, yeah. The, like, what, what choice do waiters and waitresses have you know, when they're forced to come into work or they lose their job and then they can lose their housing and, like, you know, and right. all that bullshit. Because you want to fucking go to Applebee's. Like, what right. choice do they have? And, like, I know they don't think about it in those terms. They're never yeah, going to think about it in those fucking terms. But it's just, like, yeah. it, it, choice only is a thing for these people when it mat- when it conveniences them. It's never a thing when, like, the, you know... The entire population is involved, and again, no. I know they're never going to think of it in terms in these terms, but that's just the thing that really fucks me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's no choice for workers. Right. That's that's it. Workers do not have a choice here. Apparently, uh, they got a sign down at Shady's that's like "Blame Governor Wolf" or something. Oh, like that. Sh- of course they fucking do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> If if there's like you're opening, aren't you? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I'm not surprised about Shady's. No, well, it, it used to be a cop bar like back in the day. So. Yeah, that's very weird to me that oh. Shady's used to be a cop bar. <clears throat> Shades now they get the cops called on them. <laughs> yeah, and then they need a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shady's and uh, and Brickhouse. Brickhouse mm. is still Ow. a cop, isn't it? Is what? It's still like yeah. The, I mean, they have yeah. They still they have a thin blue line flag. Yeah. At least two in the front. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, we live in hell. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I there's there's no future where these people don't rule us. Um. <laughs> well, and and, and I mean, unless we were redacted. I mean, it's well, like Overlord Bezos or these guys, right? That's, yeah. Those are our choices. Well, and our state's so fucking gerrymandered that, like... Yeah. This has been like plan these guys. for a while. Yeah. I think I'll take Bezos over these people, to be honest. Because, like, at least Bezos... Bezos... At least Bezos pretends to care. Yeah. Uh, I, don't want, I don't want someone to pretend to care. I, it's just, yeah, like... There's no these... difference to me. Are these guys going to send us all to their deaths because they don't 
believe in public health or any kind of social fabric? Or is uh, Bezos going to send us to our deaths because he you know, also doesn't believe in social fabric yeah. and yeah. is going to work us to death for his own wallet? Like, either way, well, yeah. because I mean, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get sent into the chipper yeah. by, by any of them. Yeah. Right. It, someone, it, someone's going to pull the lever. They, but, they serve a crueler god than we do. I, I, I think the difference here is that, like, both of these people think that they're doing the, you know, the good thing, right? They're doing what's best for, if not the, if not like just themselves, for like the people immediately around them. Bezos thinks he's a good guy because he gives people jobs and gives to charity sometimes. These people don't do that. And so, like, there is, like, a very weird, just, like, fucked up sense of, like, benevolence like a, from, Be yeah, from there's Bezos. Like the explicit, there's the explicit death cult of, like, we don't care if anybody around us dies. Yeah. And then there's Bezos, who is, like, Bezos or Bill Gates or any of those guys who are, you know, supposedly Evil. benevolent. Yeah, they donate shit, but they are bad in that way you know it's it, i don't know that's what you're talking about yeah and it and it's yeah. just like i don't know uh excuse me i mean bezos might you know crack down on unionizing in his warehouses but like he'll still like give bonuses to people to incentivize them not to form a union <laughs> these people aren't going to incentivize us with like the the, the cranks down at the capital aren't going to incentivize us with money they're just going to tell us to die they're trying to incentivize us with like this nebulous idea of like Fear. freedom and choice and the right to like yeah. dictate your future or whatever without understanding that like it's a public health crisis like we don't have freedom in that there is one way to handle it and that is the way that we're not doing it right now like there's only one way to solve this problem which is to work together and to acknowledge it for what it is and to respect it for what it is and to ha and to treat it for what it is but when it becomes this issue of like, oh, my rights, my freedom, you know, my stupid little baby face can't breathe in the mask. Like, <laughs> we just fucking lost right there. Like, that's it. Like, once we individualized a collective problem, they won. The and I, 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 I want to be able to use God's perfect breathing machine, okay? <laughs> I, that's the, the thing. Fuck. I don't think we have the language or framework to even understand a the concept of a public i feel like we uh, mm. most people are just sort right. of so i mean alienated is the word, you know but compartmentalized they they just don't see themselves as existing in public a lot of the time like, yeah they, they don't understand the public like the social body they, they don't understand uh totalities conceptually like that they, they don't understand like the particular things as part of the whole they just understand their particular i mean mm. i mean it's really talking shit now but like you know it's <laughs> that's what it is they just don't get it it's just it's just a it's just the problem of too much stuff and i'm gonna focus on this little thing that mm. uh, i have a framework to understand which is myself and how i'm very big and strong and don't need a mask or how I'm very small and vulnerable and weak and don't need a mask. Because if I get a mask, it's going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. um, because well, the, the mask catches the virus. Yeah, and then it yeah, makes I, you breathe it back in. 
Exactly. It's just, I don't know. It's just, they'll justify anything to not have to do changing the way they're thinking about reality because it will make them insane if they have to change any part of the way they are already thinking about reality. Right. They're already insane, though. (laughs) They need freedom from all restrictions. Yes. Um, Smooth, extremely smooth World of Warcraft experience. Smooth out. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, and this remind I, I forgot to put this in my in my talking points, but uh a couple months ago when several people in the Republican caucus uh got COVID and then yeah. didn't tell yeah, anybody. Yeah. That was very funny. Yeah. They it, like a week later they just were like, Hey, by the way, <laughs> they like told other Republicans and they Yeah, they all told each other tell the Democrats. Yeah. They all told each other that they had COVID and then a week or two later they confirmed to the Democrats, by the way. Yeah, we you were COVID all exposed. You were all exposed to COVID. Yeah. Uh sorry. Owning the libs <laughs> by spreading a virus. Yeah, owning the libs by dying because destroying the libs uh heart function. Yeah. Having yeah. respiratory respiratory failure and permanent brain damage to own. You know, I, I, you gotta hand it to them. You know, the the libs did get owned. Like, yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah. Was, I saw that well, guy looking really owned. Wait, sure, what? that's just they're like... just perpetually owned. Yeah. All right, I don't have much else to talk about. We, yeah, you uh, wanna, we wanna wrap, wrap it up? Here? I gotta piss real bad. So. Wrap it up like a dick. Yeah. No. Right. Like a yes. <laughs> That's yes. Right, everybody. Thank you, Adam. Please okay. Put a condom on. All right. Uh, I, I want to go pee. So. Throughout uh, the day, wear your condom. This is a pro condom. Wear two condoms. All right. Well. Wear your mask and wear your mask and wear your condom. Yeah. Wear, wear your, your mask, mask on your condom. Yeah. Condom yeah. up, PA. Hashtag. Hashtag condom up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, All right. We're fucking cutting this shit out. What, what are we fucking send this back? No, we're keeping back. the condoms. No. Right, we're we're keeping keep the condoms. condoms. All, All right. right. Get out of here. Bye. Bye. Later, Gator.